up? It's your boy, Stephen McCoy, and you are listening and watching Sessions with Stephen. And today we have a very special guest. She's here to promote her film, The In-Between. Film director, actress, writer, producer. I'm not sure how many things we can add into there, but she does <laughs> it all. Mindy Bletho. Ah, thank you. you. Nice to meet you, Stephen. Thanks oh, for nice having me. Nice to meet you, too. You look beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> now, now, Post-COVID time, we're always looking for an excuse to put makeup on now. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. You have to talk to us about this film. It is amazing. It's a, a deep, deep Well, story. thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So it's about two best friends who go on a road trip, a cross-country road trip, while dealing with some invisible illnesses and their own emotional baggage that goes along with that. Um, yeah, and part of, uh, it was very important to have our characters be very stripped down and very natural to everyday life. So um, we've all been on a road trip or two and we all know it ain't glamorous. So um, that was important that we kept, we kept the naturability of it all. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, if you could speak to us about uh, your character and I, I thought, wow, like I, I, there's this so much awareness for mental health and uh, diabetes and things of that nature. And your character dealt with chronic pain. And mm -hmm. the only thing that she did to stop the pain was to, uh, she took medication, she, she drunk alcohol and it, it was just like, wow, sometimes we do not see uh, the diseases or things that, y'all spoke about that in a film, which yeah. I thought that was so deep. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, yeah, it was very important. Representation um, for chronic illnesses is, is really important. Um, so Jennifer Stone's character has type 1 uh, diabetes in the film, and Jennifer has type 1 in real life as well. Um, yeah. Yes. And my character, Junior, has a, a chronic disease called complex regional pain syndrome, type 2. And I, as well, in real life, has that, have that. So when Jen and I, I didn't you didn't know? That. Yeah. Um, no, so I when Jen and I set out to, to write this, this script, we, we wanted representation of these, what we call invisible illnesses. It's these, yeah. you know, these chronic illnesses that people carry around with them every day, and you don't necessarily see them. Um, so yeah. we all have that kind of baggage. So, it, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a beautiful thing to start with. Um, and, and we wanted very much to make a movie that included characters that had these chronic illnesses but not make it about the chronic illnesses because we have stories to tell that aren't just about being sick or getting well, so. Wow, because I'm actually legally blind, so wow. you, wouldn't be yeah. able to, you, know, you wouldn't be able to tell that, but, or yeah. even that I have Usher syndrome, which is a uh, middle hearing loss. So I can definitely relate in a sense of people just not knowing you know, and yeah. you're invisible. So that's so where gonna, I love that. I mean, congratulations for kicking ass. Um, but I love it. I love that this movie can connect to anybody that has some kind of invisible illness. And I, I mean, I, I think if we meet any person, we all have a thing. So yeah. it's really easy for someone to relate to. And if they don't have a thing, their partner, their best friend, 
they have a thing. So there's always a good, easy way to relate to the characters in this movie. Yes, absolutely. And I think one thing about your character in the film, um, that was so, it was a shocking moment when you, when I, it was Jennifer's character that said, I think you used me as a clutch. And sometimes people who may have a disability do not realize that they're holding on to someone because of the fear of them not being able to do it. Um, I felt that very much so. I felt that on such a deep level because there was a time where, if I'm being honest, uh, where I felt maybe I wouldn't be able to do many things. Um, for you, going through that personally, um, were you ever using someone in your personal life as a clutch and didn't know it or? Oh, sure. <laughs> um, I, I, Stephen, what a great observation. I, very few people have had that observation and it is so very true. People with disabilities do tend to have a crutch um, on, on the people around them because there's a, that safety net. Um, so great observation. Thank you for that. In my personal life as someone with disability, absolutely. Um, you know, my, my partner who helped me make this movie, uh, Rob Sinska, he's been a crutch for me. Um, even filming with Jen, she, she's a crutch for me because I don't have to communicate everything she, she just kind of knows. And that can be a crutch. Um, um, same with Rob. So the people I made this, this film with, actually, I would kind of say they're all crutches for me because they know who I am and they know how I work and they know what kind of pain that I deal with. And I use that as a crutch for just not having to work too hard at communicating because they already know. Um, yeah. And also that, that safety net of like, do I need to strike out any further because it's working out okay here. <laughs> I mean, I get yeah. that. Stephen. What a, and, yeah. and you see that between the two characters, between Mads and Junior so much. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Did you ever get to a place where you, like how did you get to letting people know that there was an issue did you ever feel like you had to hide oh, yes Stephen. i've had uh crps uh for 18 years now and i didn't meet someone uh in person who had crps until 2017. Mm -hmm. um so i was i i got it in um 20, 2004 and i didn't meet someone until 2017. I graduated college and most of my friends didn't know I was dealing with this. Um, yeah. I very much hid my illness um, out of fear, out of fear, a lot of fear. I was uh, a, a female, I was a film student, um, you know, having a weakness w was scary. <laughs> um, and putting that out was scary. Um, I look back now and go, I shouldn't have done that. I should have always advocated for myself and, and it not be, um, I allowed people to make me feel bad about it without them knowing they're making me feel bad about it. I gave them power I shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, and I think with like this movie and, and having this representation and seeing some characters, maybe this can help like, you know, the next Mindy that's coming up that has a chronic pain issue who's struggling. Like, I mean, don't, don't keep it hidden. It really is your strength. The more I talk about my pain and my chronic issues, 
dealing with this movie, the more I'm on top of it, the more I own it, the, the, the stronger yeah. I feel. Um, and it's nice to be in control of that. Because yeah. it's your truth. And as my mother always <laughs> tell me, um, your truth will stay with you and the lie will follow you. Oh, so, yeah. Moms so, are so wise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I just find this movie, woo, you guys have to check it out. It's just, um, if you're dealing with any, any, type, any type of situation, whether it is physical pain, whether it is a disease, or if you can see the disease, if you can't, I mean, it's totally a story, even just friendship. Yeah. If we can bring it back to that, uh, you saw the power in that. And your character, she lost her sister, and um, you see the dynamic between her and her friend and how that can also remind her of, it's just a sisterly relationship. Yeah. How was yeah, it it's not about the physical illness. It's also about the emotional baggage that comes with having a physical illness or losing mm -hmm. someone in your life. And both of the characters have lost someone in their life, too. Yeah. So they have the physical baggage and the emotional baggage. And yeah. by God, if they're not kind of the same, <laughs> yeah. you work through one, you work through the other. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Now, what my next question was going to be was, if there is someone, if there is someone out there that's going through what you're going through and really is in a dark, dark mind state. What can you say to them? First of all, you're not alone. I know we hear that all the time. It's almost overused now, but you're not. Um, and it's kind of hard to wrap your head alone when around when you feel so alone. Um, you just have to make one step. Just reach out to someone who has the disease. Just yeah. the most wonderful thing I have ever experienced is just sitting down in front of someone with CRPS and having a conversation about our pain. They understand it more than any other doctor does. It is the most satisfying conversation you can have. And it makes you feel a little bit lighter. So with yeah. anything that you're dealing with, find a person who's also dealing with it and reach out. Don't be scared because they want to talk to you just as bad as you want to talk to them. Yeah. Um, it's the, the biggest step is always the hardest. Um, mm. But guys, don't give up hope. Oh, and I've been there. I've been in those dark, yeah. deep despairs. Absolutely. Um, so gosh, just reach out. Yeah. Just reach out. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's such amazing advice, especially even to those who are friends, such like Jennifer Stone's character in this film, um, she watched her friend, your character, in private and saw, she felt the pain. She was afraid. She felt it, but had to be strong herself despite the, what she was going through as well. And I just thought that was pretty powerful and a powerful message in itself because it is real. Many of our friends see the pain and, and, and we may see them hurting for us. And yeah. it's, it's a difficult situation to be in. And I'm sure you know it. You look at your mom's face and you see that pain she has because she feels for you. You're like, I don't want you to feel that. <laughs> that is yeah. a hard thing. What, it's yeah. 
such good observation, Stephen. And you know what? You guys did a great job at capturing the anxiety in the film because I found myself shaking a little bit. Like dr I was drinking my tea and I found, there was a scene with um, you guys, you, you ladies were at a table and you were drinking and you were smoking. And I saw your hand shaking as well a little. It was just, it was so raw and so well. Yeah, well, we wanted that anxiety to be in there because when you're living with a chronic illness, you never know when it's going to attack. You never know when you're going to have a flare-up. You can do all the right things and still have a flare-up. You can do all the wrong things and sometimes not have a flare-up. So that anxiety that lives within the movie is a representation of that. It's this dark passenger that's always riding with you and you never know when it's gonna talk, when it's gonna get mad at you. So that's, uh, that anxiety exists for that reason right there. For, for sure. And whoever selected the music for this film was right on, on point with everything, every theme. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'd love to talk about the music a little bit because um, so all of the music is from um, a band, um, they were originally called Superwater Sympathy and now they're called Hydrogen Child. And uh, they're from Shreveport, Louisiana. And um, um, I knew them from when I lived in Shreveport. And um, Rob Sinska and I gave them a call um, when we were making, uh, we started writing the script. Cause I said, I can't do a road trip movie without music. Music's way yeah. too important. But as an independent filmmaker, I don't have all of the money to license songs, which is crazy expensive if you guys don't know. Um, so we called up the band and we were like, hey, we're, we're doing, we're making a movie. Is there any way we could use some of your music? And they were like, we love you guys. You've been fans for a while. You can have our whole catalog. And, you know, wow. we jumped up and down and screamed and, wow. you know, we went back and rewrote some parts of the script to match the songs that we knew we wanted to use. Right. Um, yeah, it almost Lady, feels like everything, everything was so detailed. Everything, right? It almost feels like the music was written for the film, you know, but yeah. it's all these things that existed inside of us that got to come out at this great moment. I love that. It, 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 it was totally a powerful film. And the I'll soundtrack is available too, which is oh, a the really. Soundtrack is available? Oh, yes. That's what I was going to ask. So How do people. Law yeah. find these uh, these musicians. To yes, know. well, the soundtrack to the movie is on um, iTunes and um, uh, uh, Amazon Music, and um, uh, or please look up Hydrogen Child and listen to any of their music. Um, um, yeah, gosh, we're actually has some great dialogue from the movie intertwined um, with the um, or in between each of the songs so the the soundtrack you can actually push play and kind of follow the whole journey of the movie um, with snippets of dialogue from the movie in between all the songs so oh, you can so you can experience the movie through audio yeah I love that that's so cool yeah. now how can people view the film well, the best, most exciting news is we're going to be available on uh, VOD on May 18th, so just around the corner. And uh, so we'll be on iTunes, Amazon, and Voodoo. And then we'll also have um, Blu-rays and DVDs for sale oh, come May 18th. So yeah. So right. very excited about that. I'm excited everyone gets to see it. 
Yeah. Uh, and what what is next for you? What's next for me? Well, I can't wait to make another movie. I, you know, COVID's given us all this 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 weird downtime, right? So I've got a couple of script ideas that are coming my way and I hope to be filming by early next year. Oh, so. we are definitely yes. looking forward to it, especially I hope you continue to tell beautiful stories, uh, real stories, raw stories, because you do such a great job at capturing that um, through writing and on camera. So congratulations to you. And thank thank you. you. Thank you so much for coming on to Sessions with Steven. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey, subscribe now.